On your journey through life, you are the hero. There are times, however, when it is beneficial to have an advisor to guide you along your path. Welcome to the Smart Money Simplified Podcast with Brent Mikosh, Certified Financial Planner, Certified Investment Management Analyst, and Co-Founder of MP Advisors, LLC. In this podcast, we provide you with financial clarity so that you have the tools to live your best life. Listen in as Brent guides you through creative solutions to various financial problems that business professionals, young adults, and retirees commonly face to make their money work. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Smart Money Simplified with Brent Mikosh. Brent, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Eric? I am doing fantastic. That's kind of my phrase. I'm doing fantastic. I, I love getting together with you. I know that I'm going to learn more about you and your, and we've, uh, this is podcast number three, by the way, if you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet, go back and take a look. Uh, the first two podcasts are very eye opening as far as Brent and his team and what they do. This podcast specifically is going to be what happens when you become a client. So the last podcast was what happens when you call in and just have questions. And we went through a lot of information on that one. So go back and listen to that. But this one is, hey, you've decided you're going to become a client and you you like Brent and his team. And Brent says, hey, it's a good fit. Let's move forward. We're going to kind of take it from there. So where do we start with this? Somebody's decided uh, and you, you've sat down with them. You've talked about goals and aspirations and dreams and gone over their documentation that we talked about on the last last podcast. But what does that look like when we say, yes, I'm signing on the dotted line? Well, that dotted line might be paper. It could. It's, okay. it's increasingly and usually now electronic. Yeah. Uh, so fortunately, not. I'd say ninety-five percent of our documents now are electronic. If, if not ninety-eight percent, I mean, it's it's a very high number of documents that just come into your phone, and you can and you can sign the documents that way. But sometimes there's still some things that we need actual in-person signatures for, and, and we'll either um, do deal with that in person or mail those documents out to people. But that's when really you know the first forty-five days or so is when this whole machine now gets gets running and gets into place and that does i mean come on this is financial services this is a this is a business that is dominated by a lot of compliance i joke with i joke with my clients that that we are a business that kills so many trees you can't possibly imagine less so now because a lot of it more is electronic but in the mm-hmm. past we used to have stacks and stacks and stacks of this paperwork that we would have to get get uh, in place and get moving and that could be you know initially they could be new account forms uh, fee agreements account transfer forms from wherever that money is currently housed and then depending on what is actually in these accounts and what we're going to be doing moving forward, there can be additional paperwork from there. And again, most of it now is electronic, but not all of it is. And that process can be a little bit overwhelming. And so it's very important to me and everyone on my team that everyone's very comfortable with what it is they're signing and what this document does and, uh, and what, uh, you know, what the repercussions are of, of signing this document, not necessarily repercussions, but what, what is it putting in place? Mm -hmm. And that's really where Andy is the man. Andy is, handles all the paperwork, handles all the operational uh, activities that we have here in the office. And he is just, he's so diligent and phenomenal with that because he knows exactly what needs to be signed by who, when it needs to get submitted to make sure that everything uh, runs flawlessly. And so there's going to be some conversations uh, with, with myself, of course, but also with Andy getting all of this in place. And at that point, after that is when now the client's going to be getting paperwork. And we can talk about ways that some of that paperwork can be mitigated. Should we, should we dive into that one next? Yeah, let's do it. So when someone, when someone signs on with us, obviously the accounts are created here, but they also have the ability, they can choose how much of this information they want mailed in hard copy of them versus 
services electronically. And, and clients are increasingly choosing electronic delivery of these, ocu- of these documents, um, and we have to walk them through that. That's something that once they get on to Raymond James, they get on to investor access and they fill their profiles out. Mm. They can determine how much of the stuff they actually want to get in the mail. And we still have some clients that keep the three-ring binders, and this paperwork comes in, and they want to go through it line by line and review it. And we have other people that it goes you know, right to the junk, the junk box in their in their uh, in their email box, and it really depends again on, on what the client wants. But there's a lot of information that's generated. Usually, that information also generates questions, and so that's where Andy, from an operational standpoint, is there to answer what those questions are. Kayla and myself also answering additional questions about specific investments that we may maybe transferring over and new investments that we may be making. And of course, Taylor is always is, is that friendly voice when you're calling to ask uh, to ask any of us what these questions about what's going on. But we want to be really proactive and, and we let clients know when the assets have arrived, what the, what's, uh, if they have not yet, what we expect to see happening, where everything is on that paperwork. And then also making sure that they're set up for, for the mobile app, for uh, electronic delivery of the documents, if that's what they want, set up to get online. We also have uh, aggregation software. And what I mean by that is once they've established their client profile with us, once the accounts are open, they can, if they've got an existing 401k, for example, uh, at their at their employer, or they've got uh, you know uh, anything basically that's financial that has an internet login, we can aggregate that onto their onto the client facing portal that when oh, nice. they log in to see their Raymond James accounts that they see every day. And so even if the assets aren't at Raymond James, you know, not all that money's here. You know, they could have a big 401k, they could have money in, in, in a few other different places. That way they can see it in one place. Because again, the goal is to make all this simple. The goal is to pull all this information in front of you in a in a really clear fashion so that uh, you know where you are and you can make decisions around that. So that the beginning is is getting all of that stuff in place. Okay. I know I went on, I went on a ramble there for a while, Eric. But anything <laughs> in terms of what I said that you think some of the listeners might might want some more clarity on? No, I mean I, I think that's great. I think we could probably do an entire podcast on what that wealth management software looks like and, and how to use yeah. it and all that. And I don't think we necessarily need to spend the time doing that. Just knowing that that's available is fantastic. And I, I again, I, you'll you'll hear this theme throughout our our work together and our time together. My wife would love that. Now me, <laughs> I'm like I'm glad my wife would love that because I that wouldn't be me. I wouldn't need to be checking it and I wouldn't be paying that much attention to it. Uh, but that's definitely her arena and she loves that. So I, I think that's a lot of relationships out there, right? Uh, that that somebody is going to be the one that really is engaged. Uh, so I guess my my question to you is, is we didn't cover this in the last one. When you're working with a husband and wife or, or spouses, how do you help engage both of them so they both have kind of equal time to talk about their dreams and goals? And and when you're meeting and doing you know the the progress meetings that you do, which we'll talk about in a little bit, how do you yeah. get both of them engaged so that their their uh, their voices are heard? You've got to ask the question, and and it's it seems it seems basic, you know, it, basically intuitive. But if I'm sitting down with someone that's either an existing client right now, a husband and wife, a couple, and only one person is doing all the talking, I really consciously try to engage the, the other spouse or the other party in that room. Because they, a lot of times you can tell things, it's why, you know, Zoom is great, and the electronic stuff, everything we've been doing, because I'm a, I am a tech guy, I enjoy the technology. But the electronic stuff we've been doing the last year and a half is great, thank God we have it. But there's nothing, nothing, nothing that beats sitting across the table from somebody because you can read so much from mm-hmm. body language perspective in terms of where they're at, where you know things that you might see a little wince when when a certain things comes up comes up from one of the spouses or another person in the room, and you know, I, I, you know, tell me what you're feeling right now. But I, it's it's a really conscious um, effort that I make uh, to engage if if as a couple in my office to engage them both. 
50-50 because I'm missing half half of the equation if I don't do that. Yeah. So that but that's that's true. And but there usually is in terms of the the mechanics of this whole thing and we put all this stuff in place and get this machine going as I like to say like with, with my team here there's a, there's usually one spouse or partner that's going to want to dive in and take the lead on gathering all that. There's always one person that that likes this, and in my family, three guesses, it's me. I'm, I'm the one that I'm, I know where all the data is. I know where everything is at. My wife doesn't want anything to do with any of this stuff. Yeah. Um. In in a lot of cases, it's the opposite. In a lot of cases, um, you know, there, there it might be the wife, it might be the husband, it might be one person or another that's really really focused on doing this. But there's always one. But I want both. I want both people to really know what's going on, and even just from a personal standpoint i mean i I do regular check-ins with with my with my own with my wife because she doesn't she doesn't think about the money stuff like i do Mm -hmm. and so usually about once a month or so i'm like all right you know let's let's go let's take a look at our own stuff here just so you know where we're at because if we didn't do that she wouldn't she wouldn't really be that interested in it but um i really very intentionally very intentionally and try to engage uh, anyone involved in this client relationship yeah, it's. I find it humorous that you use the word winced, right? You know, if somebody mm-hmm. winces when something said, like when I bring up the fact that I want a boat, that makes my wife wince. She's like, oh, yes. You know? <laughs> so I get you it. You can see it. I, it's, yeah, amazing. it's a physical it's reaction. Amazing. Yeah, so my wife will do it too. I've got a couple. I've got a couple. You know, big big financial goals that I have, or things that I would like to spend our money on. And, and when I say it to people or friends, and and I'll be like, you know, I just she shakes her head or she rolls her eyes, and you, know? <laughs> and you can read so much in that. Yeah. She doesn't have to even say anything. You can read so much stuff in that body language. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I know that part of this process is is having those regular progress meetings. And you yeah. said, I think on the first or second podcast, you said that it depends on what the client wants and needs. And I, I'm. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm assuming it would also be based on the complexity of their situation. Maybe they're a small business owner. Maybe they own multiple pieces of property. The more complex you get, maybe I'm assuming the more you're going to need to meet. Is that correct? Or hundred percent. And and one thing when we're onboarding a client, we always do. There's a 45 day follow up meeting, and that's we take six weeks because now we've had they've had time for documents to get delivered. They've mm-hmm. had time to now have this stack of mail that they're looking at and it's staring back at them and saying, all right, what does all this stuff mean? And we like to take that time uh, after about six weeks or so since the accounts have been open, take the time to go over the statement so they know what to look for as this information is, is coming into them. But to your point, it is true. No, there's no one situation that is identical. And we have some clients where everything's everything's pretty clear. You know, it, it's, a, it's a pretty straightforward exercise in terms of aligning these, 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 uh, these resources toward their value system what they're trying to do but some people it's a lot more complicated like you said there's there's not a company there's several companies there's not a, a piece of real estate there's multiple pieces of real estate there's uh there's there's different llc's out there there's different there's different businesses that they're engaged in and and there's a lot more pieces to pull together and try to get all those pieces traveling and moving in the same direction and so that does take a lot longer and a lot more effort to move that forward and for clients like that too that's where you know as we continue in this relationship there's really an advanced planning piece that comes into play that that is that are issues that are outside of the scope of what our normal business is. And our normal business, obviously, we, we, we offer some insurance solutions, but really investing financial assets. But when you're talking about property and casualty insurance, you know, when you're talking about some legal issues that, that really need to be addressed with their estate planning attorney, their business attorney, some asset protection 
or creditor protection issues that they might be facing that there's ways that we can that we can get them to the right people that can help with those solutions that's a lot of those advanced planning pieces which again are things that outside of the realm of our core business where we're bringing in in many cases outside professionals to help them along the way that's when a lot of this stuff continues to be uncovered and then, and then we have we have a number of people we work closely with across several different fields that we can bring in to, to make sure that our clients are, are protected or getting or are getting to where they need to go all right, Brent, that sounds fantastic. So now now that you've had this 45-day meeting, and I, I know we've spoken a little bit about the, the regular progress meetings. I know that can be, depending on the complexity, it can be more often or less often. Uh, but yep. what does that look like? If, if, if I'm coming into your office and you've got everything worked out uh, with me as far as what my goals and dreams are, and you've, you've got a hold of my finances, we've got this plan in place, what am I looking forward to as far as when we're going to meet? Yeah, and that regular progress meeting, that that's different for most of our clients. And through that discovery process, through the onboarding process, through that 45-day follow-up meeting, at this point, you know, we've got a very good idea of what your expectations are. And so for some people, that regular progress meeting is because it's it's a it's a question that we ask is, you know, how do you want us to engage with you moving forward? Not just on the day to day stuff, because there are there are a lot of cases where clients are going to get a call from us um, unexpected, just checking in, just seeing what's new with their lives, how they've been doing. You know, if I haven't spoken with them for for you know a couple of weeks or a month or so, then. I know that I haven't, and I'm going to give them a call and see what's happening. Um, but that regular progress meeting is when we're really sitting down, we're digging into the finances, we're looking at the accounts, we're doing performance reviews, we're doing you know digging down in terms of what they own. Again, re, re, uh, reiterating why it is that we own some of the, these assets, what we hope these assets to do, and also addressing any changes that may have occurred in the financial plan. And again, our financial planning process, obviously the money matters, but it's really goals-based. And people's goals, in many cases, there's some big giant goals that are static that they know in five years, we want to buy this second house in, in, a, in a specific location. And we're going to be working toward that over a longer period of time. But it could also be like, you know, hey, wow, this particularly for some of our clients that are very entrepreneurial. I just had this, this huge business opportunity that came up. Let's talk about how this would impact if I invested this much money in that. For example, how would this impact our long-term plans, that type of thing. And so we're consistently, we're constantly building out these financial plans. And we're doing that during the regular progress meeting. Uh, and, and what I say to clients, too, is when we're, when we're doing these financial plans, it's very akin. You know, as a pilot, I think I mentioned in the first podcast that I like to fly airplanes. But when you get up and you plug in your destination into the GPS, or if you're just doing it by the old-fashioned steam gauges, you have an idea what heading you want to you want to be on when you take off. But there's winds aloft, there's turbulence, there's other things that are occurring, and, and you're constantly adjusting, you're constantly changing your track, you're constantly updating, um, the, you know how you're flying the airplane to get where you want to go, and that's really what the investment plan does. And so we're constantly tweaking and constantly making adjustments, and it could be you know tweaks in in time frame to reach some of these goals. It could also be tweaks in how we want to invest the money today to give us the highest probability that we're going to reach those goals. And so those are all the things that, that we dive into during the regular process progress meeting, but there's a lot of other contact we have with clients besides that. Well, let's talk about that. What, what, what do you mean yeah. by other contact? I mean, obviously the podcast, right? One of the reasons you did the podcast is for educational purposes, but what other client contact and I guess also general public contact do you guys do? Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, that regular progress meeting, sometimes it's quarterly, sometimes it's bi-yearly, sometimes it's yearly, right? And mm -hmm. we've determined that as we've gotten to that. The other forms of contact is, is myself or a member of, team, of the team just calling and checking in on clients, you know, seeing what's going on. And we're really proactive doing that. And what we found is when we do that, we might hear from a client, oh, you know what? I, was just, I just meant to call you because this and this and this happened. I wanted to talk to you about it. That happens 
almost every time we pick up the phone and call somebody, oh, thanks for calling because I was just thinking about yesterday. This thing came up or this happened and I wanted to talk to you about this. And so we try to be very proactive getting on the phone and calling people. I think that the technology, again, is amazing. We have we have uh, we text with our clients. Uh, we email, obviously, with our clients. We've got a lot of those electronic communications, but nothing's quite like picking up the phone and hearing their voice mm-hmm. and hearing what's going on. The in-person stuff I'd mentioned before, we've been in a slightly different world for the last 18 months. It seems like we're, we're, we're going to getting back to where we were, but I love the in-person stuff. And so with our clients, it could be a lunch. It could be meeting here in the office in person. Sometimes we have a dinner. I've got clients in 26 states. And one of the great joys, yeah, one one of the great joys that I have in life is going out and seeing them. And that was obviously, for the last year and a half, was grounded. But in the last three months, I've been to eight different states. You know, I'm back out, back mm-hmm. out on the road again, meeting people in person. And I absolutely love that. I love um, just that opportunity to spend time with them and connect with them and, and see what's, what's, what's happened for them in the last year and a half in a face-to-face manner instead of over a Zoom meeting. But again, Zoom, we're heavy users of that as well. And a lot of people now become very accustomed to it. And quite frankly, a lot of people are more, are more, uh, are more, you know, comfortable with that now too. So we've adapted to that as well. And then, so that's, that's all the client facing stuff. So I guess the answer to that is we're going to meet them where they want to be met, how they want to be met, when they want to be met and in the way that's going to make them most comfortable and and I guess happiest with, with the relationship. But you know, I like the in-person stuff. I keep coming back to that. I know I'm repeating myself, but in terms of things for the, for the general public, uh, we started doing uh, a few months back. uh, Obviously the podcast is a big thing. We're really excited about this because not only are we going to be talking about how we do business with our clients, but, I'm really excited about bringing in some of these other topics that, that, I, that I believe our clients and, and people that just might have an interest in overall that we want to address and dive mm-hmm. into deeper. So the podcast is going to be a big one. The other thing we started doing uh, several months back, and this has been really successful, is what you find is, is there might be news and things happening in the financial markets that don't even impact our clients' portfolios. Like a great example of this would say be like cryptocurrencies, for example. We don't invest in cryptocurrencies. I can't, uh, from a compliance standpoint, I'm not going to tell a client whether they should invest in cryptocurrencies or not. But I'll have a conversation about what they, what this stuff is and how it's going to impact the economy all day long. And so we get questions like that or the GameStop thing. I don't know if you recall the, the oh, meme yeah. stocks that were, that were going in January. You know, Evergrande, the, the, the property default in China. There's always a big news story every week. The debt ceiling, Social Security, whatever it is. There's always a big news story almost every week. And usually the phone will ring. And, and lot, most of the questions we get now, because clients, are, they're really comfortable with our process. They know what we do. It's not, you know, what's happening with this specific investment in my account? It's really like, I was watching the news. I was watching, I was watching TV the other day, and this came up. What do you think of this? And so we're, we're trying to use a, a five to six minute video blog every single week, which is on the website, to address some of those questions. And it might be, you know, hey, I've gotten three calls on this this week. Let's dive into it and talk about it. Yeah. And then what I'll, yeah. And so, and, and, and I won't then, all of our existing clients, I won't necessarily email that out to them. Uh, there might be a few that I know will find it very interesting. I'll ping it out. But but our clients now are starting to to get get the uh, idea that, you know what, there's going to be something new on there every single week. And it's not a canned piece from Raymond, although Raymond James stuff is good. They got some great research, but it's not the canned research piece about saving for retirement that's on our resources blog, it's actually me talking about issues and me talking about things that are happening. As well as that, general public type stuff, 
we did a big uh, town hall right around the election last year, and uh, that was a blast. We spent about an hour and we did Q and A uh, over over Zoom, talking about what the po- possible implications were going to be uh, at the tail end of that presidential election. That's mm-hmm. some things that that those are you know type of things that we like to do around around big issues and big events. And I I hope we get back into the world where where we're doing more social stuff again. It seems like we're trending in that direction. So there's there's a lot of different there's a lot of different things because I know that for for me personally. And I don't know how you feel about this, Eric, but I love the idea that different ideas and different content can be put out there or when I can conveniently get to them and having giving our clients and giving and giving people that we care about the opportunity to to reach us in different ways where they can do it on their time. But then also I also want the old school, old fashioned in person, us on the phone, us sitting down across the table together, us sitting down over a cup of coffee uh, and talking about things that are important. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I I think that's where relationships are built, uh, you know, and the foundations are forged in those situations. Uh, Not that they can't be on Zoom, but there's something about breaking bread with somebody, right? I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. Uh, 100%. One of the things that I like that you said is, is Raymond James has content and they they put things out there. Raymond James is is huge, right? And they have to plan. They have to do a lot of planning when it comes to the content that they're putting out, where you as an advisor, you have flexibility. I love the fact that you can take a, a current subject that's it's on people's minds that week and be able to put a little something out there just to, yeah. to, to at least let your clients and the, and the public know, hey, we're thinking about this too, right? We're right there with you. We're watching it. And this this is what we do for a living. So um, if you've got questions, let, let us know. So I love that part of it because larger companies can't do that. They have too much of a machine that they go through to you know, get the content and put it out there and approvals and all that other stuff where you have that ability to pivot. And I think that's a very valuable thing for for not only all of us, because we get to be a part of it, but your clients specifically, because they know that you're on top of those things. Exactly. And I think Raymond James, and I can't speak highly enough about the relationship we have with them, but huge company, Fortune 500 company, thousands of people. And so when Raymond James comes out with a piece of research or a piece of news, mm-hmm. that's coming out from Raymond James. It's coming, it's it's not one man's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it is it is the, it is the not the dictate, but it is information coming from a giant, giant publicly traded company where, and the one thing my compliance department is always, is always, um, you know, quick to tell me and there's always disclaimers at the end is is everything i say represents the opinion of brent mikosh you know and yes. not including this podcast by the way there's none of the none of this represents the opinion of raymond james on different topics but i am entitled i am entitled to give my opinion on things i mm-hmm. and and we do we do with our clients on an ongoing basis which is why from a from a planning perspective a financial planning perspective bring us back to this client relationship um i don't sell cars for a living eric but yeah. <laughs> you know you know you know how many of my clients call me up and say you know what should i buy a car and and that falls purely within the realm of financial planning it's like well yeah sure you can but let's just talk about how it's going to impact what you want to do moving forward or mm-hmm. that vacation house or investing in that business and and i'm not going to tell tell a client yeah that car is a good or bad investment but I, what, what they care about is how is it going to impact what their goals are how is yeah. it going to impact what they're trying to do in the long term and in the future and, and i'm allowed to give that opinion which is fantastic you know raymond james as great as they are and i love their stuff and i love the company they're not going to say yes by the way you should buy that car and nor should they it's not, it's not their job um, my because they don't know the client they don't know what parts they don't know what's happening i do I'm, I'm in a very privileged position to be able to to have these deep and meaningful relationships with people to know what's what's going on with them and what's and then sometimes you just need that reassurance uh, I've, had, I've had great clients that 
are huge savers and have accumulated quite a bit of money. And I'm, I'm of two schools with this. I think it's great to have these big pools of money. I also believe that the money is there to serve you. It's there to do things that you want to do in your life. And, I, and so many clients have called me up and said uh, they've always wanted this second home in this specific area. You know, they've, they've always wanted to take this trip of a lifetime and bring mm-hmm. 15 of their family members. Can I do this? And that's that's the real fun stuff is when you know, they, they know what they want to do. They know what they can do. But they want that reassurance from somebody that's been with them along the way and has been guiding them through that process. And, and I love those questions because that's that's the that, why why else are we doing this? Yeah, if we're not absolutely. if we're not doing this if we're not doing this to direct these assets to serve our clients and to serve and 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 these assets again to to help them move the ball forward toward the main goals and values. I keep coming back to goals and values, but it's true. When what's all this stuff for? You know, it's it's not it's numbers when you log in and look at your account. It's it has to it needs it needs a purpose. It needs to be geared towards something, and that that can be accumulation, or it can be towards investing in people, investing in things, investing in experiences. And that's those are some of my favorite questions and some of the best conversations I have with clients. Fantastic! I love that. I mean, that that's the thing. You you boil it down to the one thing, which is the relationship, right? You have the yeah. relationship. You've sat across the table from them and, and found out exactly what makes them tick and what makes them happy and what brings them joy, and uh, you're you're kind of an instrument in allowing them to do that safely, right? And so I think that that's I think that that's a beautiful thing. That that's yeah. pretty much all the questions I had. I wanted to make sure that we didn't miss anything. Is there anything else you want to say in closing this podcast out? Yeah, I would say the, the the relationship that is why I'm in this business. I mean, in my old life, I worked on Wall Street. I was, you know, it was a partnership that was majority owned by Bear Stearns, and and I was looking. We, we had relationships with some of the other people that that we worked with, but it was really all through a computer screen. The reason I got into this business is because I wanted to work with people directly in a capacity with something that's, that deeply impacts their lives. I mean, I said it, I think, in the first podcast. I mean, I, this is an economic planet. The money matters. But when but when you get to know the people, you get to know what they're trying to do with the money. What I like math. I'm good at it. I like, I like the wonky, geeky stuff about this business, <clears> too. But that's not why I'm coming into the office. I'm coming into the office because I dig the people that I work with. They're great. Yeah. You know, I, 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 the people that uh, we've, we've built this relationship over years. I mean, it's, I look back and I'm extremely blessed to have these people in my lives. And it's awesome. So that, that's why I do what I do. Well, I know that the first three podcasts that you've put together really hopefully are giving the audience a real insight into who you are, what makes you tick and uh, how you work with your clients and why you do. Uh, I don't think that you could have explained it any better than that. So I'm excited to get into the other content, the educational stuff that you're going to be bringing forward and uh, yeah. the guests. We've got a good one. We've got a good yeah. one next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can segue it or we can, we can keep it a secret, Eric. It's your call. No, no, you tell them. <laughs> Come on. Tell them. You know, you, what, what, what can they look forward to? I'm super excited about this. I've got a very dear friend of mine who is, uh, his family, he's, he's from Bangladesh, and his family owns one of the largest brokerage firms in Bangladesh, obviously emerging economy. But what's interesting, so he's back and forth to Dhaka all the time. What's, and again, he's a great friend. I talk to him quite a bit. But what's fascinating about them is not so much just Bangladesh, although, although investing in that part of the world, which we don't do directly, by the way, is, 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 a, is a fascinating endeavor that's it's different than it is here in the United States. But what we're going to talk about with him is Bangladesh, if you look at a world map, is situated between two of the emerging economic superpowers. You have China and you have India. And Bangladesh is basically smack dab in the middle of having to deal with both of them. So what we're going to talk about with him is, is geopolitically, what does the world look like? What is the investing world like? Hmm. It look like with those two bookends of the emerging markets. I mean, it's India and China, and then there's everybody else when it comes to emerging markets. And so we're gonna we're gonna dive into um, 
to, to what the what the investing landscape looks like over there, but also as somebody that's on the ground in a in a part of the world that is increasingly um, squeezed by these two major players. What's it like? What's it like doing business over there? And, yeah. and what should what should Americans know about what's happening in that part of the world? And I'm really excited to do this one. Wow, that that sounds exciting. I'm 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 looking forward to it big time. Brent, again, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for the podcast that you're going to be bringing to us uh, very soon. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate the opportunity to do this. You bet. And our last thank you goes to you, listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Smart Money Simplified Podcast with Brent Mikosh. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Brent comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it even easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at MP Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Smart Money Simplified Podcast. Have any questions about topics covered during the show? Visit www.smartmoneysimplified.com or give us a call at 602-255-0555. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available.